Hey, 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 how's it going? It's your boy, Henry, and we are back with another episode of I'm Just Saying, the podcast. I'm your host, Henry, a.k.a. TV The Vocalist, a.k.a. The Devil's Advocate. And today we're going to do a quick little podcast. You know, I want to leave y'all high and dry this week. So I will do a quick little podcast. I might be all over the place today. It's a beautiful day. It's Sunday morning. You know what I'm saying? Around 6 a.m. Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about last night. Last night, the fight. Yes, the fight. Conor McGregor versus Habib. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the nigga last name. So, I'm like, first of all, yesterday, you know, well, I was, well, excuse me. Well, I was winding down, you know, just relaxing. Because, you know, you need to relax. Everybody needs to relax, especially if you got to work up at night. You need to relax during the day. You know what I'm saying? Because if you go to work at night and you don't relax during the day, it's going to be hell. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's going to be hell. Anyway. So, I'm like, they, you know, almost, I got wind of the McGregor fight tonight. I'm like, oh, what? Damn, I'm, you know, I got upset because I was going to miss it. Because usually the fights happen around 11, 11.30, 12. You know, I'm just getting to work at 12 o'clock. So when 12 o'clock hit and there's no, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to miss it, whatever. And I didn't order the pay-per-view. Anyway, I don't order pay-per-view. Not UFC pay-per-views. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Makes no sense ordering the pay-per-view when everybody in their mama is on Facebook Live watching it. So why not watch it on Facebook Live for free 99 like everybody else? You feel me? You know what I'm saying? But so uh, some just said, let's try it. Let's just go on Facebook. And this is how you know I, I, plan, I intended on it not happening, it being over with already and everything. Because uh, when I get to work, I log on to Facebook, but I don't use my phone. I log on to Facebook on the computer. And anybody who knows me knows I rarely use Facebook on the computer. But today, bitch, I was determined to watch this shit. So, I put it on there. I'm like, all right, cool. Now, before I uh, typed in what I typed in in the search bar, the very first page I went to was to my boy Shazam. Anything you ever see, well, more boxing with him, but anything you ever see boxing, whatever, I go to his page. Went to his page, ain't seen no post about it. You know, him usually, in the new, or oh, and still, check your him, he'll, he'll let you know who won. I ain't seen no post, so I'm like, oh, I might have a chance. So you know me, I go straight to the search bar. I type in UFC 229, and I see a whole bunch of posts pop up. I clicked on the video section, and I make sure that video section goes from all to live. I only want to see people all live. Now, of course, there's a trick to watching people who go live when they're watching pay-per-views. The trick is never, ever, 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 ever view a live pay-per-view on Facebook Live that has more than 1,000 viewers on it. I do less than that. I'm not going to tell y'all my number because I don't want y'all niggas jacking my shit. But a thousand is safe. If there's more than a thousand people on that post, leave the post immediately. Bruh, 
I went on a post one time to last night. It was three people. I guess it was me, the motherfucker recording, and his mama, right? I'm just saying. Only three people on your live, that's the only three people who could be. Me, you, the world, and his mama, right? So we chilling, we chilling. Now, this is the second round. All right, cool. You know, we watched the first round, second round. I look, 14 people. I'm like, okay. And then towards the end of the second round, all I hear is, Oh, yo, we got 1,300 people. I looked, I said, no, what the fuck? Because I knew it was about to happen. And guess what happens? Five seconds later, soon as the round ends, bloop, this post is no longer in real. David Show, bro, this is the first time I ever watched a UFC event where they shut shit down every round. Every round, it was like on the internet. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, got him. Got one, shut it down. Got one, shut it down. Shut it down. And... I blame the people going live. It's y'all fault. Y'all be so fiending for likes and shit. Oh, my God. Y'all be so fiending for likes and shares that you get your shit shut down. Y'all niggas be looking to have that one little moment of notoriety, that five minutes, because each round is only five minutes. That one moment of notoriety, yo, like my, like my shit, share my shit, like, so a thousand people could like and share it just for you to get shut down. Now, my question is, after those thousand likes and shares, then what? Because after those thousand likes and shares and your shit shut down, then what? Then what? Niggas ain't adding you. I'm letting you know right now, anytime I bootleg a, a pay-per-view event, rather be UFC, wrestling, or boxing, or uh, battle rap, I'm not, first of all, I'm not sharing the content, for one. And two, I'm not liking it. I'm not even commenting, and I ain't adding you. So you're doing all those likes and, and, and dislikes, I mean, likes and shares, for what? Because I'm not adding you. I'm just typing in the search bar again. Anyway, so we get to round four. It's round three. Round one and two, Connor getting his ass beat. Connor getting his ass Round three, I, I was about to say, oh, here we go with the bullshit. I thought... Politically, they was going to let Conor win because Conor was coming back in the third. But that fourth round, whoo, that fourth round, whoo, that nigga choked him out. And that nigga kind of said, tap, titty, tap, tap, titty, tap, tap. Hey, you want another fight with Floyd? We ain't even going to go there. Anyway, <laughs> he tapped out in the fourth round. And the crazy part is after he tapped out, he was like laid out like trying to catch his recollection on the ground. Fight wasn't over. Oh, no. Habib won, and Habib ran to that nigga corner, hopped the fence, and I swear to God, the brawl outside of the ring was 20 times better than the fight inside of the ring. That nigga was trying to fuck everybody from Conor McGregor's camp up. Every fucking body. Boy, that, that nigga jumped out. That nigga hopped the fence, nigga. You ever hopped the fence when you're in the projects? Hopped the fence? That nigga hopped the fence, nigga. <laughs> it was going ham in there, bro. Oh, my God. But salute to Conor McGregor. Salute. I'm hold on. Real quick. For you to choke out a nigga and then after choking him out, hop a fence to go fuck his friends up? Oh, you big man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You gotta be big man. You gotta be big man. <laughs> I'm sorry. You you beat the nigga up, hop the fence to go beat up. You proved your point already. You whooped his ass. <laughs> but you hop the fence to go whoop his partner's ass? Oh yeah, you big man. I'm just saying. That's only big bad nigga shit right there. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, so, I watched that when I got to work tonight. 
You know what I'm saying? And um, so as I'm uh, as I'm done that, you know, I do what I got to do work wise. You know, handle what I my checklist off work wise. So I start watching uh, World of Dance, and uh, people who know me, they know when it comes to artistic expression, I'm a big fan of it. First, because I'm a songwriter, I'm a singer, an actor, a dancer, a musician myself. So all of it I love. So I watch The Voice, America's Got Talent, World of Dance, all those shows. But there's something that I'm noticing about all these shows that I'm... <sighs> What's up with the sad stories, man? What's up with the soap? Are these competitions or are these soap opera competitions? Because if these are soap opera competitions, then I'm entering. Because I got it. My life is a soap opera. I got a soap opera for the ass. They want a soap opera? Oh, I got a million dollar soap opera for them. But I'm saying, people come up here like America's Got Talent. You know, oh, matter of fact, no, World of Dance. We're going to keep it with World of Dance. World of Dance. People are coming up there dancing. And I understand when you, when, when dancers, see, I can dance. And I have a, the ability to dance, but I don't consider myself a dancer. Sorry for that ping in the background. Disrespectful people on Facebook. This is why I don't log on to Facebook on my phone. People are rude. Six sixteen in the morning. Why are you replying to a comment that I commented to you at three in the morning? Like, come on, you should have did that five hours ago. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's for courtesy. Anyway, what was I talking about again? Oh yeah, World of Dance. So, World of Dance. They, they, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm here to see the people come in dance, get their groove on, you know saying, get it in. And I understand when people dance. I, I, oh, that's what I was saying. I'm not a dancer, but I dance. So I respect dancing and its craft to the point where I understand that if you dance a certain way or if you if, if, if you're moving your body a certain way with the with the lyric of the song that it can emotionally get attached to you and make you feel some type of way, depending on what emotion you're trying to convey, because I do the same thing with writing. Sometimes I will write a song and it'll be so deep and personal. There's like 90 songs that I wrote that's deep and personal to me. Nobody would ever hear. Nobody will ever hear. They're only just for me. And I understand how I can make you feel a certain way. But every fucking contestant has a story. Like you telling me, all not one of you niggas, <laughs> not one, just want to come up there and dance? Without a sa- and this is not just World of Dance. AGT, The Voice, all of these competitive shows... I don't care about your background. I don't care what motivates you to do what you do. I just want to see if you can do what you do in a competitive form and do it well. The backstory, I don't give a fuck about. That's what people be getting hung up on. That's why competitions are fucking political and not really about competition. You come up there, oh, I just lost my house in the fire last month, so something just told me to come out and try out for World of Dance. And now everybody wants you to win because you're homeless. Like, no, I don't want to give a shit about him. Can he dance? Can he dance? Can he dance better than fiction? Can he dance better than the twins? Can they dance better than the lab? That's what I want to know. But no. These shows got a narrative, and their narrative is, let's tell a sad story. Like, all right, all right, all right. Let me just tell y'all the truth. I'm more mad that, the reason, right, the real reason I'm mad is because I'll be trying to just sit back, relax, and watch these shows and enjoy the entertainment. I shouldn't have to cry 10 minutes in. I shouldn't have to be crying. I don't want to cry. 
<laughs> that's, maybe that's my issue. Y'all niggas be having me crying because the stories really be touching my heart. And I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. <sighs> let's just let's just move on for this because I'm getting emotional. What's next on the docket? Oh, sugar. Another emotional. I might get angry after this. <sighs> my first dose of racism at PayPal. Yep, I said it. I had my first dose of racism at work last week, Monday, because I get off Monday mornings. And it wasn't really a dose of racism towards me, but it was definitely a temperature check for me to know what my environment is. So last Monday, you know, I'm going through the groove. It's about, it's, it's, it, I can guarantee it's around 7 o'clock because the people started flowing in. I'm already... Making badges, handing out badges, checking security points, making sure people are where they're supposed to be at inside of the building. And, of course, one of the co-workers who, some guy, some, I don't, I don't know what's going on while they act. This guy doesn't work for the company I work for, but he works in the same, how can I say this? Okay. He doesn't work for the security company I work for, but he works for security for the building. I don't think he's here with us, but he's with us. Like, I think he's specifically here for the boss. There's been some things going on, which I am not privy to discuss at the moment. But that's why he's here. He's been here for a couple of weeks now. And then there's, of course, a random worker. You know, they're talking about military shit and shit I'm not paying attention to. Then they mentioned football. Then they mentioned some dude who came out and then the rest of his team was stood in the back. And then they mentioned about how disrespectful it was for people to be kneeling. Can you believe that? People disrespecting, kneeling at the flag like that? And I ain't gonna lie. At that very moment, that urge kicked in. Y'all know what urge I'm talking about. That urge to be like, motherfucker, it's not about the... Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just, I wanted to go there. Like, you dumbass dickhead. It has nothing to do with about motherfucking kneeling. It has everything to do with... Uh, boy, I wanted to go off. has nothing to do... But at that particular time, you got two white old gentlemen talking about the flag. I'm in a work environment that is 98% white. Even though he doesn't work for my company, he's an ex-cop. And he got hired directly. There's a difference when, when, when you're contracted and you're not. I got contracted to the company. So if they don't like me here, they just call the company, cut me, ship, out, ship me out, send another one. But with him, if he doesn't like the little black boy with the security company, he has the privy to get the whole security. I was at a moment to where I had to think about myself or everybody else. Because I was ready to go off on both of them. Actually, all three of them, one guy was black. He is a co-worker of mine, but he's also a military dude, and he was taking their side when I mentioned that to him. I didn't like that. I really wanted to mention to him, you're a dumb dickhead anyway. You're a black man who joined the military, who if you put a hoodie on and walk up the street to get a coffee, will be shot dead, and nobody would care. Nothing will happen to the person who shot you. But I didn't want to go there. Because sometimes you can't tell the people the truth. So in that particular mo- and the crazy part is before i was sent here they told me that hey watch out they're a little racist over there you know you might be i'm like first of all i look for racism because I, I swear to god i want to slap the shit out of a supremacist so bad i do i'm sorry i love white people but white supremacists i i want to slap the fuck out of each and every one of y'all and i think that's probably why god never made me have an economy with y'all because he knows 
that I might end up in jail. Or then again, y'all niggas is pussy. Y'all like bring, pulling guns, so I might get shot. But when I, I had a decision to make in that very moment. Do I speak up? Try to teach these dumbass, dumb motherfuckers that the reason that people are kneeling is because a military veteran who I know for a fact outranks both of you motherfuckers if you put your ranks together. You add your rank onto his rank and it won't even equal up to the rank that he still is. He told Colin to kneel. That's what I don't understand about the military people who get mad at the kneeling. It was from a military person. A person who probably outranks 90% of you angry motherfuckers. Unless you're an old 70 to 80 year old white guy who's getting mad at that because some of them might be corporals, generals, they've been a, But you niggas who've been in there for, and then he only did four years? Like, this motherfucker was in there for 25 years. You gonna tell him not what to do? Man, look, uh. So I had a decision to make. I, it was speak up and risk everybody's job or remain silent. And I chose to remain silent, but now I know they act the way they act because they act the way they act, and I know it. I know, I know, the, but with them two, they get that, they get their head nod, and if I'm leaving, they get a Black Panther fist. That's what I'm doing, yep. They're getting a Black Panther fist when I'm walking out. <sighs> I'm sorry, got a little riled up there. Whew. But yeah, that was my first dose of racism at work. And speaking of work, it is October. And we're moving right along into the next segment. And I think it's time for me to... I didn't take my vacation last year. I had five days, and but this job, I was working five days in a row. But now that I switched sites, switched locations, I'm only working weekends for this particular job. But I still have my five days. So I'm thinking... To take my five days off Or should I cash it out at the end of the year See it's already October I got what November, December And I could cash it out Get that check Or I could take it Now I'm thinking about taking it And since I got five days I was thinking about maybe taking a, The work we go from Monday to Sunday So I was thinking about Coming to work Saturday night Working that Sunday 12 to 8 But then not returning that Sunday night And not working that Monday And have Monday I have that Monday, that Sunday, that Monday, that Sunday, that Monday. Wait, Monday, Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday. But I will have to work that file on Sunday, which is cool. It's okay. But yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I don't know, though. Last year, I got a check. I haven't, I don't know. I've never taken vacation. I always cashed out. So I don't know. I'm thinking about taking a vacation. I'll be off of work for like three three weekends. Damn near. Yeah. Three week. Wait, time out. If I do Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Monday. Sunday. I'll work Monday though. But if I do Monday, Sunday. Monday, Sunday. Monday. Uh, all right. So if I do that, the week... The weekend, the Monday that I take off, I will have to work that Sunday. And they probably will reject my shit. Like, why would you come to work Sunday night, not come to work Monday night? I mean, Saturday night, not come to work Sunday night. Oh, well, fuck them, though. It's my five days, and I want them when I want them. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They're my five days, and I need them now. 
<laughs> I'm serious though, but I, I think it's time for me to take a vacation because I'm tired. My body's tired. I'm always tired. I just, I just need uh, working seven days a week is for the birds. I'm like, y'all know that now. Nah, that shit is overrated for the birds. But um, moving right along to the next topic, I want to talk about. You know what? I used to talk about the old heads in music getting mad at the new heads in music when I was a young buck. Now, as a person who's almost an old head now, listening to the music of today, I don't really rock with it, but I respect it. Like, get your bread. Get your, I'm always with the get your bread. Like, hey, the niggas is listening to it. Let them keep spitting, nigga. Matter of fact, what's your shit? Let me press play one time for 30 seconds so you can get your spin. You know what I'm saying? Get your spin. Get your stream. You know what I'm saying? Get your money. But I see how the old niggas got salty at the new niggas. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Take a ride with me. Come ride with me real quick for a minute, y'all. 80s, 90s. We're going to say 80s. Uh, I'm not fact-checking here, but it's an 80s. Uh, music industry comes out. You know, you got LL, Run DMC, NWA, all them people from the early, late 80s, early 80s, and whatever. They come out, you know, they're making music. They're not really making new money like that because, you know, they're getting, you know, the industry is the industry. So here come the 90s. You know what I'm saying? They still all in that same way in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? The industry is the industry. They're getting it. They're getting it. Now the 2000s come. 2000s come. You got people like, uh, who can I say? Bow Wow. Uh, who else came out in the down nine 2000s? Uh, uh, Cash Money. Uh, you know, everybody after them. And the old some of the old niggas was like, man, they not real lipsticks. But I don't think it was that. Because in the 2000s, the record business was different. Way different. Them deals was a whole lot better. They was making a whole lot more money. So I could see how the old niggas was like, yo, how the fuck? Fast forward, 2018. There is an upload button for artists now on Spotify. I'm going to say that one more time. There is an upload button for artists now on Spotify. For an artist who's 32 years old like myself, I'm a little salty. I'm old. <laughs> Why wasn't there a button 10 years ago? There was an upload button 10 years ago. I swear to God, I'll, I'll be on right now. I promise you I'll be on right now. So I can understand how some of the old people feel about the younger generation when it comes to... Yeah, I yeah, don't respect it. Yeah, have all... You know what? I'm moving right along. I'm just saying... There's an upload button on Spotify right now, and I'm salty about it. But keeping it in the realm of music and art forms, let's talk about battle rap. Oh, my God. The end of the year. Oh, my. Whew. K-Shine versus J-Mills. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, Denvado. If you don't know who K-Shine is, K-Shine is a battle rapper from Harlem. He's part of a crew called NWX. You used to see him part of a crew called Dot Mob, but he's no longer in Dot Mob. Dot Mob is was ran is ran by Murder Mook and T Rex. Murder Mook is a notable name that a lot of you guys might notice. But now he's with NWX, who is K Shine, DNA, Big T, 
Uh, who else is? I mean, those are the men's that matter in the WX. Everybody else is just everybody else. Uh, official, but um, Kayshawn is a battler from Harlem, New York. Who's battling Jay Mills? And uh, yeah, a lot of people who know Jay Mills is y'all remember when he battled um Ness on the band. He battled Murder Mook on 125th, a big, big, big battle that went down. And I'm liking it, but I got K-Shine 3-0. Jay Mills ain't battling 30 years, my nigga. Like, you just think you're going to come back and ride the bike and be cool? I'm just saying. I'm just, nigga ain't even having a warm-up fight. I'm just saying. Nigga ain't even having a warm-up fight. Did you come in to go battle Shine? The nigga who been fucking niggas up for like the past year? The whole year. Fucking niggas up. Badly. Nah, bro. Nah. You losing that. I got K-Shine 3-0 badly. Badly. No debating badly. In other battle rap news, there was a fight today. <laughs> yes, there was a fight. Of course, we already know where the fight was at. Female battle rap. I mean, where else is going to be, right? You know what I mean? But, uh, of course, in Cleveland, Ohio, there was an event. It was a Cheddar versus Queen Vixen. And uh, Cheddar is friends... I don't know Cheddar. I don't know Queen Vex. I don't. To give y'all the backstory is who these females are. I don't know. But uh, Cheddar is Meat Rice. Meat. I think it's Meat Rice. No, Meatrice. I had a friend named Beatrice, and it was spelled Beat Rice. So I'm thinking it's Meatrice. I'm gonna call her Meatrice until somebody corrects me. We got Meatrice is Cheddar's friend, but Meatrice want to smoke with Vex. Long story short. Mitris nor Vixen fought. Mitris or Cheddar fought Vixen. It was some other girl. They had a fight at the end of an event. Long story short, and I was in the group just going through it, and I'm just letting y'all niggas know females are very messy. Because <laughs> I saw one shorty post and I saw the other shorty post, and the same people on the post talk about, yeah, girl, da, da, da. I saw the other <laughs> same thing. So I'm just letting y'all know females are messy. But this is probably one of the reasons female battle rap is stagnant and is the way it is. I mean, come on. We can't have an event without no fighting? Anyway, I just wanted to bring that in there. Moving right along. Um, I want to know, um, maybe if some of the fans are trying to uh, do some interacting things. So maybe y'all can leave a comment or tweet me at TV the vocalist or at I J saying pod. That's I J S A Y I N G P O D. Tweet me and can y'all let me know how the Chicago series is? What I mean by Chicago series is Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. I really don't know how none of them series is, and I want to start watching them. I really do. I'm interested in getting into them because I ain't gonna lie, they commercials be fire. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, they catch me in the commercial. You know how hard it is? First of all, do you know how hard it is to catch my eye for something new? Period. Let alone a TV show. It is very difficult to catch my eye on a TV show. I get very bored very quick with new shows. If you don't entertain me within the first three to seven minutes, I turn you off. But those commercials for Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago Fire PD, ER, oh, no, Med, Chicago Med, it's catching me And now they're about to have Like a three hour show I think With all three mixed Oh my god Last time I saw Some show did like that DC did that With Supergirl Flash And the Green Arrow And y'all know how I am I'm a comic head So it was fire to me 
I want to see how this goes. And that's basically it, guys. Uh, Leave you guys off with my daily inspirational quote. And it says, we've all grown through dark times in our lives. Remember to pick yourself up and to keep moving forward. I'm going to say it again. We all gone through dark times in our lives. Remember, though, pick yourself up and keep moving forward. I'm Henry, a.k.a. TV the Vocalist, and I thank you guys for rocking with me. I thank you, listeners. Um, we are getting together a better business, a black business spotlight for next week. Y'all guys know how I do though. I don't promote nobody doesn't that doesn't allow me to promote them. So I couldn't get it. I I didn't get an answer back this week for the logistics. So hopefully by next episode that I record, I'll have that. But I have a person in mind and I'm gonna use them. But again, follow me on Instagram or Twitter at TV the Vocalist. That at T-V-T-H-E-V-O-C-A-L-I-S-T Or follow the podcast at I-J Saying Pod That's I-J-S-A-Y-I-N-G-P-O-D Hit us up on Twitter Thank you for rocking us Live loyal, live righteous, live right And be easy And on that note, I'm Audi 5000 Peace